0: following message is from christian life austin for more information about christian life please visit clcaustin.com thank you for listening good morning well it's a bittersweet sunday let's call it sweet bitter let's put the good part first it's sweet for the parents because school's fixing to start It's bitter for the kids because school's fixing the start. Boy, I used to love when school let out, and I hated the first week of school back in school. But once I got in the swing of it, you know, it just something you have to do. You just go, just do it, just bow up and do it, and that's what we did. What a joy. We've had a lot of families taking their children away to colleges this weekend. We've had several uh, all of a sudden start migrating to Alabama I don't get that. I don't get that. I really, really don't. We had a family go to Texas Tech today. I get that. Texas Tech. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, some of you, I understand, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to to your parents. It's hard to say goodbye to your kids. College is a brand new day for them. And so it's just a very difficult time. I remember how mom and dad handled me. Son, we'll see you. Call if you need us. <laughs> that was the way it was. So I went off to college. I made it, <laughs> I survived. It's good to see y'all today. I heard about a, a Paul Harvey told a story about a little boy that was with his mother in a, in a store. And, and he, he said, Mom, before we leave today, he was riding in the, in the carriage of the shopping cart. He said, I want some chocolate chip cookies. And his mother said, son, there won't be any chocolate chip cookies today. And he started crying. She said, if you cry, you won't get any the next time we come. We're not here to buy chocolate chip cookies today. But she had to go through the cookie aisle in order to get to the cash register. She had to get something on that aisle. And so when he saw the chocolate chips, he went crazy. I want a chocolate chip cookie, mama. I need a package of choc- chip, choc- chip, chocolate chip cookies. Crying. She said, no. He gets to the checkout stand. He said, this is, this is my last stand. He said, In Jesus' name, I want some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> he left with 23 bags that day. <laughs> Boy, when you're needing something, just call the name of the Lord. <laughs> It'll happen. I got something I want to do before I minister today. Nathaniel and Sarah sitting right over here, these precious, precious folks, two of my favorite peeps, and I've loved them ever since they started coming to our church. And And uh, they did something about six months, four months ago, four months. I want y'all to come up here right now. I want you to bring what y'all have with you today. I love this little fella. He grabs my hands when I I welcome these people on Sunday. This is their adoption. This is their little adopted child. What a joy. I love you, baby. Hey, hey, I love you, son. Look at everybody. They love you. Look at everybody. (laughs) He's a little shy. He's kind of taking after y'all, isn't he? Yeah. Just a little bit. Let's give the Nesses a great hand. We love these folks. Thank you. Thank you for this. I love you, boy. He's going to grow up and be my buddy. That's, that's pretty cool. You know, we had a, we had a serve day here uh, a month or so ago, and we, we prepared 25,000 meals for Rwanda, and I was a part of it. I was the Rice Brigade, and then I became the Bean Brigade, then I had to leave and do some counseling. And uh, you know, I, 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 just, I just love, I just love feeding people around the world. This church loves it. And we also did something else that day. Here's something we did at Dale's Children. Look here, we took, we took a bunch of stuff to Dale's Children Hospital from our church. We're gonna do that about two times a year. We took them some provisions for children. Let's give it up for the, for the people of our church that gave and did all the things that they did. That's pretty cool, that's pretty cool, it's pretty cool. I love you very much and I'm I'm, I'm happy to be your pastor and I'm glad that we're here together today and thank you for coming, I won't be lengthy. Would you stand to your feet, you're awesome, awesome people and I love you very much and there's chocolate chip cookies on the way out, (laughs) amen. If you're a guest today, we welcome you, we're happy to have you. I want to talk to you today from my spirit. We're on this lesson called There Is More. Everybody understand there is more? Amen. There is more, part three today. And uh, we believe that God has more for us. Now, today I'm going to take you on a little different path of how to preach this there is more. And I want you to help me while I minister the gospel today. John chapter six said, Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000 and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they wanted. When they were filled, he said to his disciples, to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. The Bible says in Ephesians 3, he is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. The King James said, exceeding abundantly above. above." Today, I'm going to talk about the fragment formula. The fragment formula. Turn to somebody and say, I'm going to help the pastor. And I hope you don't take all day to make a point, all right? (laughs) God bless. You're awesome. You may be seated. Let me point out to you today that there are 12 baskets left after the miracle, 12. That's the exact number of disciples that Jesus had, 12. The fragments belonged to the 12. This is their portion. I want to give you a formula for there is more today. There is more spiritual growth. There is more relationship growth. There is more success in life that God wants for you. But we're going to talk a little bit about the fragment formula. The good book says, what does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? We can find everything else in life and lose our soul. We really can. It can literally become lost in the hustle and the shuffle of life and in the aggressive acquisition of things that perhaps we don't need. Luke 12 said, he spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? because'?" I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, take thou much goods laid up for many years. Thou hast much goods. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night, your soul shall be required of you. Then whose are those things going to be which thou hast provided? So is he that lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. Somewhere, folks, between the little barn and the big barn, this man lost sight of eternity. Somewhere between the poverty line and the fabulously wealthy line he re- misplaced his soul it slipped away from him and he attained great earthly wealth but in the process he failed to become rich toward God see there's a twofold goal here that I want to preach today number 1 is to not lose our soul and number 2 is to become rich toward God i don't want you to lose your soul i want you to be rich toward God And both objectives can be attained with the same approach. I call it the fragment formula. Jesus told his disciples to gather the fragments up that remained after he had broken the bread and fish to feed the 5,000. And there are some things you have to be aware of concerning fragments. Let me talk to you a little bit about fragments. And to do that, let me go back to John 6 and just read a little bit of both of these verses When they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. When you neglect to gather fragments, you lose more than you could ever imagine. But when you gather fragments, you will gain more than you could ever imagine. See, the fragments are the part of the blessings that belong to you. I want you to repeat it. The fragments belong to me. The fragments are mine. They're mine. Here's a huge part of this. Things that are lost happen in fragments. They really do. So he said, gather up the fragments so that nothing be lost. A soul is not lost as a whole. It is lost, folks, in fragments. It's lost in bits and pieces. It's neglect here. It's a little compromise there. It's a small indiscretion yonder. Just little things little foxes that destroy the tender branches that we allow to reside in some remote part of our lives until the cumulative effect is the loss of our soul. See, bearing some catastrophic occurrence, folks, a house will not just collapse. It really won't. There's got to be a termite convention for a long time before a house will fall. But if you neglect it year after year, eventually it's going to fall in on itself. Likewise, blessings, being rich toward God comes in fragments. There's a lot of blessings in life and they're not complete blessings. They come in fragments. The blind man that Jesus healed in Mark chapter five didn't get his healing with the first touch He got a fragment of his healing. He said, I see men as trees walking. And when Jesus touched him again, he got his entire healing. His blessing of healing came to him in fragments. See, the secret to not losing your soul is not neglecting the fragments of blessings that fall on your life. And the secret to becoming rich toward God is gathering fragments of blessings that come into your life. I have discovered in my life, folks, that some people cannot be happy with a quarter raise. Some people cannot be thrilled over a small promotion. Some people cannot be moved by a small movement of their child toward the Lord or the bringing together of a marriage. They just can't be moved. When I got through preaching in the first session today, a man walked up to me and he was crying. I hope some of you have a few tears today before I get through. He was crying and he said, Pastor, when I went to work as a 16 year old boy, I made a dollar an hour. But he said, Now, Pastor, and he told me his wage now. And I said, My Lord, man. He said, Pastor, it's just fragments. It's just fragments. Fragments are important. If you're going to grow, if you're going to get more of God, you need to pick up everything that happens in your life. You need to put it in your basket because there's nothing like getting the fragments of Almighty God in your life. There's nothing like it. See, many people have this motherlode mentality. We think our fortune, our blessing, our success, our victory is going to come in one huge Lotto win. We think all failure, whether spiritual or natural, is a result of one huge catastrophe. The reality is growth and blessing and accomplishment and significance comes in small incremental fragments. He said, if you're faithful over a few things, then you're going to rule many. The reason you see some people mildly used of God is because they understood the value of fragments. They understood that every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father of light in whom is no variable or shadow of turning, and God doesn't just pour a mother load on top of you every day. But He daily loads us with benefits. There's enough manna on the ground to feed all of Israel. There's enough meat on the ground to feed everybody in their house. And on one day you could gather enough for two days. God's got fragments falling all the time in your life. But you gotta pick up every one of them because the fragments belong to his people. Come on now. And many of these people that you see are above board, they're faithful stewards of the fragments of God and the fragments of good and the fragments of blessing and the fragments of wisdom which come into their life. See, failure and loss are the result of small erosions, small losses that accumulate into something insurmountable. Or as the old phrase says, for one of a nail, a horse was lost. And for one of a horse, a rider was lost. And for one of a rider, a battle was lost. And for one of a battle, a war was lost. And for one of a war, a kingdom was lost. All for the want of a little old nail, just a fragment. Fragments. I read about a grandma up in the Midwest that got stirred up over a missions program her church was having. So she started collecting pennies, and she collected pennies by the mile. She'd put pennies side by side until she knew it was a mile. She read somewhere that 8,500 pennies make a mile laying side by side. So she'd collect pennies, 8,500 at a time, folks. That's $85 at a time to get one mile of pennies. And somebody told me she raised over $3,000. But she did it picking up pennies, picking up pennies, fragments. She became a giver of over $3,000. See, he told them in John 6 to pick up the fragment so that nothing be lost. Because what you lose will be your own. And the fragment you lose is yours. Whether a fragment of your soul or a fragment of truth, it is yours and its loss diminishes you. Hallelujah. Lord, help America. America. We are obsessed in America with big time lottery and big time gambling and big time things and what America needs. We worry about decades and waste. We worry about all this stuff happening big at one time while we're wasting minutes and we're viewing them as inconsequential, not understanding that the decades are made up of moments and fragments. And slivers of time. For if you treasure the moments, the years will take care of themselves. I believe that. Friday night, Friday night was such an awesome, awesome time for me and Sweet Pea. That's what I call her. She's my Sweet Pea. We had our first date 38 years ago. Ooh, Lord. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. (laughs) But Friday night, two of our daughters and their husbands decided they wanted to go out with some more people and so they went to get something to eat. So I don't know about y'all, but our family has free babysitting. (laughs) I told Jaron and Kate when they come to pick their kids up, we kept them six hours the other night, 5.15 to 11.15, and and we wish it had been a little longer really we love our grands we love them i'm telling you we love them and 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 we our, our last born grandchild hopefully oh god hopefully <laughs> is 3 months old she's 3 months old her name's Jennings Tate and she kind of looks like me. And so my charge from Patty was take care of Jennings and I'll take care of the other two babies. And I said, deal. So Jennings decided she wanted to go to sleep in my arms. So I laid her right here, put a pillow on this arm in the chair and she was gone and my wife took a picture and I was gone. (laughs) I just went to sleep. And then I woke up and we decided to put her on a little blanket on the floor. I'm sorry if this illustration is not moving you, it's stirring me. It's just moving deep in my soul. We put her on a little blanket and I laid there beside her. We was watching something on TV with the kids and some kind of cartoon or something. And, and, and she played there for a while then we fed her. And Patty said, I think she wants to go back to sleep. I said, I'm in the sleeping business put her back on my chest and she went to sleep and she started sighing and making those little sounds like she was dreaming. And I told Patty, I said, she's dreaming about me, baby. She's dreaming about her bow daddy. See, there's something about moments like that. There's just moments in your life that you need to understand that fragments can come into your life and life can be changed by moments. I think something happened Friday night with our last baby girl. I think the three-month-old realized, I got a buddy in Bo Daddy. He's my friend. He'll hold me up against his chest, he'll give me dollars when I get older. (laughs) But it doesn't matter what she thought. If she thought anything, and I don't think she even thought, but she just, she loved being loved. And I'm going to tell you something. God loves to bless us with, with fragments in our life, with just blessings in our life. And sometimes we just need to reach down and pick them up and understand that not everything is Cronus time. There's tons of time when there's carous time, when a moment can happen in your life and you say, you know what? I picked up a fragment today. I picked up some things off the ground today and I put them in my pocket and I'll never be the same because God used something small to move me to a greater dimension in my life. See, we worry about financial futures. The thousands of dollars needed to educate ourselves, our kids to purchase homes, to fund retirements, to build the kingdom of God. All the while, we're frittering away pennies and nickels and dimes and inconsequential things. I pastored a man in Dallas several years ago. He was, quite, he was quite the wheeler dealer. He first started cleaning the Ranger Stadium, and then he got Texas Stadium where the Cowboys used to play before Jerry Jones' world was built. And he'd come in, he said, pastor, I've hit the mother load. I said, what's the mother load? He said, I'm cleaning dentist office now. I said, how's that the mother load? He said, oh, pastor, you can't imagine how much gold those guys spill and those women spill in that dentist office. And we we go in there and clean those rugs up and we take that gold with us. (laughs) And I said, really? Is that called stealing? He said, oh, no, it's trash to them. It's treasure to us. They pick up. He said, I said, man, I don't know about that. He said, wait till I pay my tithes and you'll think all right about that. <laughs> Doug. Doug Yoder is a member of our church. He and his wife and their son. And Doug came in last Sunday and he, and he, had, a, he had this little old bottle that looked like a, an anointing oil bottle about this big. And I looked at it and it wasn't anointing oil. And I said, <clears throat> Doug, what is that? He said, Pastor, he'd been to Alaska for a couple of months and he had found some gold. Just little old bitty, little old bitty nuggets, little old bitty nuggets. I almost called Doug. He's in the building right now. I almost called him and said, Can I show it off today? And I said, Doug, that's amazing. And and in my mind I said, eh, it's just dust. Hey, that's not really gold. And then he let me hold it and it was heavy. I said, It's gold. <laughs> and so I, I made this statement. I said, Doug, do you know how much it's worth? He said, Oh yeah, Pastor. I know exactly how much it's worth. He said, it's worth about $1,500 an ounce. And that's a fact. And I said, let me hold it one more time. And I thought about running away. Then I thought, well, I might need a few more bottles to run away. But here's the point. It's just little old bitty tidbits of nothing. It's just fragments. But when you start collecting, oh, my goodness. You start collecting the things that God has for you, the miracles he's done for you, the blessings he's put in your life, the healings he's provided in your life, the wonderful promotions you've gained, the way God has put your marriage together and you see all these fragments remaining, you need to pick them up and put them in your pocket because nothing needs to be lost by the miracle that God has placed in your life. He wants you to grow in the miracle fragments. Can you trust? Can you trust the fragments of the miracle in your life? Can you focus on the fragments? Remember, he blessed, he broke, and he gave. He broke the blessing. He broke it. See, the fragments are where the growth is. He broke the blessing. He broke five loaves and two fishes and he had 12 basketful remaining after he fed almost 20,000 people. Because he said, don't let anything that I have ever blessed lay on the ground. You pick it up, you put it in your pocket. Some of us are waiting on a mother load in our life and God's got you picking up Some fragments today and putting them in your pocket and saying, Wow, it won't be long till I'll have a handful of gold in my life, and God'll take me places I never dreamed I would go. Come on, it's not, it's not a big mother load, it's inch by inch, it's step by step, it's moving with God as God leads you and guides you and directs you. Somebody said it's a fragment formula. It's a fragment formula in our life. It's the partial blessings. It's the partial blessings, the broken miracles, the half-eaten grace, the leftover bites of mercy, the little wry smile of compassion. It all goes in the basket. And if we focus on fragments, if we fill our lives with fragments, we'll have more than enough of what we need in life. Instead of always seeking the big payoff, The lottery miracle, the answer to everything, the amazing breakthrough. We just need to be picking up fragments in a time they become amazing, overflowing blessings. You know, I love this story. I preached about it several weeks ago just just recently about the woman in Tyre and Sidon, the Canaanite woman. Jesus went there in Matthew 15 and she cried to him, have mercy on me, O Lord. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. He did not even answer her. The disciples came and said, send her away. She cries after us. He said, I'm not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. She came and worshiped said, Lord, help me. And he answered, what's this? It's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. He called her a dog. He called her a dog. And on the screen, she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs. Whatever you want to call me, call me. But I understand something that your disciples don't understand. She understood that the fragments that she lost, that she lost were her own. And she understood that fragments, though small and insignificant, contribute to the whole. And she understood, if you give me a few crumbs... And eventually I will have more than I ever thought I would have. And she understood one more thing. She understood that contained within the crumbs is every ingredient of the whole feast. It's time for us to quit holding up our hand waiting on the hurricane. We need to put our hand up and say, Lord, a gentle breeze will work just fine because everything that he does is for the benefit of the kingdom of God in your life. He wants you to have more and grow more and be more in the kingdom of God. Somebody clap your hands and say, that's right, come on, that's right. See, it's all too often we discount the fragments. We really do. Oh, pastor, it's just Bible study. I don't have to go. It's just one altar service. It's just a small small prompting to pray. It's just small. It's not anything big. It's It's just an ordinary worship service. By the way, let me stop and tell you that God spoke to me in first service today that miracle's gonna happen in this house today. And it's not gonna be perhaps like you think it's gonna be, but it's gonna happen. The sheriff of Hayes County goes to our church, used to be the sheriff of Hayes County for 14 years, and I love Don, I love Don and Harpy Montague, I love them. And he walked up to me after the first service today and he said, Pastor, I gotta share something with you. He said, I've been picking up those fragments. He said, Pastor, I am so busy, I can't stay up with myself. He looked at me like, what is my name? I don't even know who I am. Because he's understood that it's not a big, a big mother load that we need in our life. It's just the small fragments. If you'll put them in your pocket and let nothing be lost of the miracle that God has for you, you're gonna be blessed like you've never been blessed in all your life. Just keep picking them up. Put them in the basket. Just keep picking them up. Come on, pick up those fragments. Pick them up. It's a fragment formula. And before you know it, you'll have something you can't even carry. You'll have to say, I can't carry this anymore because God knows how to add to your life. How many meals do you remember? Yet every bite you have ever taken contributed to who and what you are now. Can I make a statement to you? Each creative day was a fragment of creation, creation wasn't complete on the first day, creation was not done as an entire loaf. There was one fragment at a time collected until creation was complete. It took the Lord six days to create all this. God's greatest miracle creation was nothing more than assembled fragments. And we're always seeking the mother load. Can I say something? Why don't you leave here today on this first day of the week, Sunday, and say, you know what? I feel a fragment coming into my spirit. Why don't you step into Monday and say, I felt something else today. Why don't you step into Tuesday and say, you know what, I felt something a little better. And Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, and time the week is out, you'll come back next Sunday saying, wow, this thing really works. Because there is more for you, but you're looking for the wrong thing and looking through the wrong lens. You need to go around picking up fragments because God's been dropping miracles on you all your life. Revival comes in fragments, folks. It really does. Truth comes in fragments. Isaiah said precepts will be upon precept. Line upon line. Here a little, there a little. Truth comes in fragments. Spiritual growth comes in fragments. Peter says, besides this giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge and knowledge temperance and, boy, it's powerful. Temperance, patience and patience, godliness, and godliness, brotherly kindness and brotherly kindness, charity before you know it, you're just full. You've been picking up fragments and you're just full. The body of Christ comes in fragments. You know, we started this church, took this church about 50 people, counting children, 45 maybe on a good Sunday. We moved into this building and I thought we'd be a BB in a box car. I thought we'd just bang around in here and Okay, who's sitting over here? I don't see anybody. <laughs> anybody over here? And we did bang around a little bit on Wednesday night for a while, but God started filling this place up. One day, several years ago, a couple came to church set right here. They came from a, a non-Christian church and they came and sat on our, our pews and we had pews then. What you're sitting in is better. We fragmented it out and fragmented it in. <laughs> But they came and they came up to us and they said, pastor, we just love what we felt here today. And I said, wow, that's awesome. That's good. They said, we're gonna tell our family about it. Well, everybody says that, but sometimes it doesn't happen. The next Sunday, 30 people followed them in, 30. And all of a sudden we didn't start adding, we started multiplying. And I'd like to declare that today, I wanna declare it to you in the middle of summer, We have over 4,500 members in this church, over 2,500 families, and hey, 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 that's not boasting, that's boasting in the Lord, but you know how it happened? It happened a fragment at a time. We didn't have 47 buses roll in like they do at a reservation for some gambling casino. We didn't have that, but they came in one at a time, a family here, a family there, and we just kept picking up fragments and just putting them in our pockets and and just saying hallelujah and filling our basket up. And before you know it, we've got a beautiful church on a Sunday morning in the middle of summer because fragments don't need to be lost. They need to be picked up and cared for. Come on, clap your hands and say thank you, Pastor. Nothing, nothing needs to be lost. The wasted blessings are simply the ones that no one picks up. I got to close. I told you I wouldn't be long. Got to close. A father heard his little daughter in her bedroom one day. He thought she was praying. He went over to the door and he put his ear to the door and he said, you know, I believe she is praying. So he waited till she came out. He said, honey, what were you doing? She said, I was I was praying. Daddy he said, I thought so. I said, what were you praying? She said, The alphabet. <laughs> he said the alphabet. She said, Yeah, Lord, I don't know how to Daddy, I don't know how to pray, so I just did the alphabet, let God fill in the words. to preach about him and I close with this I love to preach about Jesus. He's on a cross one day and two thieves were on either side of him and one of them railed on him and told him what he wasn't it's pretty sad to be that lost that you could hang next to the Christ and have bad words for him Pretty, that's pretty lost. You don't, want, you don't really want help if you can do that. If you can hang out with Jesus and not want him in your life. But the other one, the other one, neither one of these boys had done anything good in their life probably. And Jesus had never done anything bad in his life. But that other one on the other side rebuked that other one, the other thief, then he, he thought, you know, I'm pretty bad. I'm a bad dude. I hadn't done anything good. And he thought to himself, what can I say to him that he will bless me with? Because I don't even, I don't even have the decency. I don't even know how to ask him for anything. I know I, know I can't ask him to save me. I know I can't ask him. And then he thought, I'll just throw him a crumb. I'll just throw him a fragment. Lord, when you come to your kingdom, Randy, if you'll help me, when you come to your kingdom, when you come, this is the least thing I can ask. Will you remember me? Will I ever be a thought in your mind when you come to your kingdom? Will you remember who I am? I hung out with you one day for six hours. Will you remember me? And Jesus saw that man picked up that fragment of possibility. And he looked at him and he said, This day, today, you're going to be with me in paradise see what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, it's not Big Bang, it's not Mother load It's not all the big, exciting things that we think that the blessing of God and the favor of God is. It's just pick up what is left. Pick up the fragments. Don't let anything of a miracle in your life ever be lost. Pick it up. It's yours. It belongs to you. Today, in first service, a mother and father are struggling with a son, a child. And I said, how is it? And she said, we're speaking. And she put that crumb in her pocket. It's a movement toward more. (laughs) don't ever give up on what God has promised because he said he'd give you a miracle just keep picking up the fragments of it put it in your pocket because what you don't pick up is lost receive everything good from the Lord today receive it in the name of the Lord receive it receive it would you stand you incredible people I've preached till time out I've preached till commercial time here today I want you to raise your hands all over the house. Raise your hands all over the house. I want you to repeat to me, Lord, make me aware of your awesomeness and your might and your power. Remind me every day that you daily load me with benefits. And Lord, in those benefits, I may not eat it all. I may not consume it all. And some of it may fall on the ground. But let me stoop down and pick up the fragments and keep it in my life because you don't want me to lose one fragment. Woo, hallelujah. I'm going to pick up the fragments of every miracle, of every situation, of every blessing, of every touch, of every lift. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to take it with me. I bless this congregation today in the name of the Lord. Thank you for the fact that there is more, Lord. There's more. And I'd love to have time for some altar time today, but I'm sorry, Lord, I preached too long. Forgive me. But I want you to bless this congregation. I want them to get a hold of a concept of what I preached today. That it's not just all big things, mother load, lottery, but it's fragments. It's just fragments. It's just fragments. Bless us now. Load our baskets as we leave here today and let us understand that tomorrow is another day to load our baskets some more. Bless us now. Bring us back Wednesday night and next Sunday for a great, great time in the Holy Ghost this whole week. And everybody say in Jesus' name, say, I I declare favor on our family, on our home, on our job, in my future. I declare favor because God is for me. In Jesus' name. I love you. Have a great, 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 great week. We'll see you Wednesday night. We'll see you Wednesday night.